Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio, and today I want to talk to small business owners. And I want to talk to small business owners who have, I'm going to say, two to three salespeople working for them, but yet they're struggling to get their sales teams to really ramp up the sales. Now, as a small business owner, one of the biggest mistakes I've seen, and I'm just going to share you know, my experience, not only being a manager, but also working with many small companies, one of the mistakes I often see is small business managers try to, or small business owners try to also run the business, but also try to run the sales force as well. Now, that's a problem because you know what? You can't focus on two things. And I know that you as a small business owner, I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to save money. You're trying not to bring in a manager and add another layer of management between you and the salespeople because, first of all, you want that contact with the salesperson because you're building the business, it's your baby, and you just don't want to hand over the sales piece to somebody else. That's your big problem, handing things over to somebody else. The thing is also you're bringing in somebody and that's going to be a cost to you and you don't know how that manager is going to work out. But the reality is you can't run a business and then try to run a sales force at the same time. They're totally two different disciplines. One is, how do you manage a business? Everything has to do with operations, profit and loss, boom. But when you're talking sales, you know, it's a different world. In the world of selling, it's all about obviously prospecting, you know, getting the sales pipeline filled up, making sure we're out there hunting for new customers. Also, are they using the sales process that we've put in place if you have a sales process? I think one of the biggest shames I've come across is, as with working with small businesses is that I'm going to say 90% of the companies, small business owners that I work with, and I'm going to put these companies under, let's say, the $30, $40 million range, don't have a sales process. The majority simply don't have a sales process. And I always ask the question, I said, what do you do when somebody comes on board for the first time? And well, with Victor, you know, we train them for a week, you know, we do some ride-alongs, you know, um, we put them in a one or two day training program, and then we just send them out. I said, do you have a process? No, no, the, the two days we spend with them is really teaching them the products, and then we teach them you know, about our customers, and that's as much as we do about selling. And so in other words, you're basically handicapping the salesperson before they even started. Now, if you're bringing in a seasoned pro, a seasoned pro salesperson who knows what they're doing, then guess what? You could probably get away with it. But many small business owners, and you may be listening in right now, can't afford to bring in a top gun because they're too expensive. They either want a big base salary with a big upside on commission, or they really want a low base salary, but a really upside on the commission. And sometimes for a small business owner, it's just not feasible. So the question is, how do you put in place a simple sales process? Well, let me walk you through this. And again, this is for small business owners. You don't have a sales process. You need to grow your sales. Your sales are not consistent. You're struggling, and you simply don't know what to do. Step number one, stop trying to manage a sales team. It just won't work. You can get away with it for a little bit, but it's simply in the long run, it will not work. You have to find a sales manager to run the sales team. Step number two, when you bring in that sales manager, make sure you slap them with a good quota. In other words, Every sales manager should carry a sales quota. Blows me away when I find out that a sales manager has just given a base salary and no quota responsibility. So when you bring in the manager, give them a quota because that's what they're going to be measured on. 
Next, you have to invest time and money in training your salespeople. Again, training them one time is not enough. Training is an iterative process. By that, I mean you have to do it often. Maybe every three months, maybe every six months, but at least do it two or three times a year to reinforce what you want them to do when they're talking to their customers. And again, don't just, you know, go get one of these template sales processes that, you know, different books come around that says, look, use this sales process or use this sales process or use that sales process. What you need to do, like a tailor-made suit, you have to find somebody, a sales trainer, a sales consultant, somebody who really understands the world of selling, to design a sales process that fits your business model. Too often, we go to these sales training programs, workshops, and they give us a generic you know, sales training process, right? It could be you know, prospecting, call, set up the first meeting, have the first meeting, do the presentation, do a demo, uh, maybe do a trial, and then try to close them on you know, the order itself. But maybe that model doesn't fit your business. So you need to invest either in a sales trainer or a sales consultant to come in and give you not something off the rack sales process, but something that fits you. And what I would suggest is when you work with a sales consultant, really make them understand your business. Spend a couple of days with them, really trying to having them understand your business and then building out the sales process based on how you sell, how you go to market. So, you know, again, one, you shouldn't manage a sales team. Two, you need to hire a sales manager. And when you hire the sales manager, you need to give them the quota. You need to give them revenue responsibility. Step number three, don't just use any standard process out there for selling. You need a customized sales training process that fits your business. The last part, make sure that your salespeople are incentivized correctly. Let me say that again. Make sure your salespeople are incentivized correctly. Two common errors. One is, we talked about in the last podcast, is you, don't, you give them too much of a base salary, they get too comfortable. You don't give them enough of a base salary, they don't believe they can sell, they get frustrated, they quit. So finding the right balance between maybe base salary and commission might be an ideal way to bring somebody in. But also keep in mind that these compensation programs have to be set up in such a way to incentivize the salesperson to sell what you want them to sell, not what they're comfortable selling. Let me say that again. You need a sales incentive program that incentivizes salespeople to sell what you want them to sell and not what they're comfortable selling. Let me give you an example. You may have an older product line that sells easily, right? Let's just call it the black box. You got this black box and this black box sells easily and salespeople love to sell it because it's an easy sale. The problem, the black box is becoming outdated. And again, people are not buying as much. I mean, you're still getting some sales, but they're not buying as much. So what you've developed is a white box. And now you need your salespeople to start selling this white box. But they're so used to selling the black box and it's so easy for them that they'll want to keep doing that. In fact, they'll try to hit their quota just by selling more black boxes. What you need to do is set up an incentive program that says basically you need to sell X amount of black boxes, but you also need to sell X amount of white boxes. And if you don't, 
you'll, your commission rate will suffer. And this forces them to sell not only the black box, but to learn how to sell the white box as well. So coming up with a well-structured commission incentive program is really important. So again, small business owners, pay attention. I'm gonna do a quick summary, a quick review of what I've talked about. One, again, you can't manage a business and a sales force. You need to hire somebody. Who are you gonna hire? A manager. When you bring the manager on board, you slap them with a quota. They're responsible for the overall revenue of your business, okay? Now, third, salespeople, again, don't use standard sales processes. Develop your own, like a customized suit. Don't take something off the rack. Find something, tailor it to what you want to use that fits your business. Last but not least, you gotta have an incentive program that's effective, well-balanced on the salary and maybe commission. And on top of that, make sure that the incentives are set up so that the salesperson is incentivized to sell all your products, not just the black box, but sell the black box and the white box. In other words, sell your full product portfolio. Do this and you'll start seeing some success in selling. Well, anyway, that's it for this Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube. Let me know what you think. I would greatly appreciate it. Also, check out my website, Seminars on Selling, where you can find great sales training videos. Really, you need to check some of these videos out, seminarsonselling.com. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. As always, I appreciate your feedback. Some of the stuff I'm getting is great. Uh, If I haven't answered your question online, I'm doing my best to get to it, but I'm getting a lot of questions and a lot of emails, so I'll do my best. Lastly, I want to thank you again for listening. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care.